Hey, universe. <laughs> Miss me? No, no. How could you? How could you? How could you? If you did, you're insane. So, since nobody but the sane would listen to this, what? Sounds wrong to me. Okay. If you're listening, <clears throat> now is as good a time as any to tell you to stop. Unplug. Oop, pause. Get something in your immediate environment that's active and do it. Pause. I don't care if you're going to grab your putter and three golf balls and start practice putting in your living room. I don't care if you're going to take the garden shears that you just sharpened this morning out in the midnight moonlight and start trimming your branches. Do something active. Now, if you want to listen to this drivel while you're doing something active, again, I'd say there are way better audio recordings to be listening to. But <clears throat> if this is the barrel that you're scraping, well, this might be a good one to listen to. Because what I want to propose is that it's not everything for which could be nobody knows, or to use my proper vernacular, could be no one knows. But things like, <clears throat> um, here's, here's one that I, I believe is twisted so tightly that it's just not knowable. Uh, and that is the, uh, the volatility uptick in our weather. Now, there are fringe conspiracies that might claim somehow we're controlling that shit, or at least manipulating it in a, a more likely than unlikely favorability sort of roll of the dice to get rain in areas or whatever. Okay. Um, I don't know that uh, anything we have yet gives us that kind of uh, authority over weather. Can we make it rain more? I'm sure we can. Can we make it even rain in places we want it to rain? Yep. Could that be the cause of all the increased hurricane uh, intensity? Yeah, sure, why not? All that shit could be. But that has nothing to do with whether or not it's 40 below zero or 40 above zero in Antarctica. And in my opinion, the idea that we can systematize planet Earth's weather with what we have now, well, then we're way more advanced with AI than I think, which is spookier than the idea that we're controlling the weather. So that's one area in which I just don't think seeking answers is going to lead very far. But as a counterpoint, my first on my list of 52 things that I'm pretty sure somebody knows something about would be my fucking vote and how it disappears into a vacuum of nothingness before NBC, CBS, and CNN all tell me, well, Joe Biden won in a landslide. Well, I mean, if a landslide is one by one vote. My point in a democracy in the 21st century is why I'm not able to track my vote from cast to execution to tally is absurd.
every single voter should be able to key in some personal code that is linked into a system of open book distribution of our votes. The totals are what they are. The counts are correct. We keep getting told. So show us my fucking vote. I want to see it all the way to the end. I want to see the 617,411 other votes for Judge Judy along with mine. I want to see it all. And I'm not asking to see the private individual voting performance of anyone. I'm asking to be able to see mine from my ballot all the way to execution inside the uh, the voting uh, landscape therein. And I want to be able to see the totals of everything. <clears throat> I want to see regional totals. I want to see all these numbers add up. It's the 21st century. Voting should already have been taken care of. And I don't mean in the way it has been taken care of. Guaranteeing outcomes by rigging the machines is the only thing that's keeping those who are in power in power. So that's why it has to be number one on the list. I'm not saying let's do anything about the system that's in place. Holding anybody accountable to what may or may not have been pulled off in the past and in the current. I'm saying before the next presidential election, there should be a system in place that tracks everyone's vote. (coughs) It's not tough. In fact, basic junior college programmers could come up with a system that's fairly integrated and intact, and then whatever necessary security apparatus can be laced upon it. But it's all open source. Every single person can log in from anywhere to see their vote track all the way to the end. Every single citizen who votes. And then can match that up against the aggregate numbers and the determinations therein. And can see the regional and uh, profile breakdown in whatever category we deem valuable to the public. It's our right to vote in a secure situation where we're confident that that which we are casting is making it to the finish line. Not only is that not happening, but it's not been happening for a long time. Most of my life, if not all of it, but all of my adult voting life, the situation's been rigged because, of course it has been. So, the proof is in the outcomes. You're not voting for these people. This is a situation where everything is working against the citizens getting the leadership and representation they deserve. Every single variable is pointed against. This one turns the entire game fairly in everyone's favor. It's time for a new voting system. Period. And it needs to be something so transparent, there's no doubt it's fucking right. So, that to me is something I have a feeling, and I'm just spitballing here because, again, I don't care about this stuff. To me, if you're the kind of person who's rigging national elections, let's say you're 
of that Karl Rove level of mindset, right? <clears throat> Where you might even have the opportunity to carry through on something like that. Well, okay. Yeah, fuck, man. Politics is a filthy fucking game. And, um, well, I find it abhorrent that the human condition can transgress against itself with such pinpoint hmm, disregard and favoritism of the ego. All sickening human derivatives. But, fuck, man. Experience is experience. I get that the universe is here to see everything possible. And if somebody ain't rigging elections at the highest level, then the universe ain't experiencing that whole shenanigan. So, I don't hold it against anybody what they're up to. Well, I don't like the pedophilia. Um, but, because to me, if you're taking advantage of another person, you're already committing the only sin there is. Knowingly taking advantage of another person. That's it. Otherwise, you're in the clear. Um, now, I come from a whole tapestry of no property rights, no ownership, all that shit, right? So all that like bureaucratic nonsense down here, money, all that dumb shit on 8675309 Earth. Well, I participate only because I was born in a human meat suit. I don't have a choice. But I do know that there are way better alternatives that make everything we experience feel like <clears throat> what will be referred to as enslavement. Bureaucratic enslavement to a bunch of digits on a screen that are as as real as what? Hmm. The mm, let's see, what for an American can they dismiss offhand universally? Pretty much anything that happens in Asia, unless it's like in China, because then we can be misled about it and told that it's the end of our universe as Americans, because China's obviously coming after us, but can they get to us before Brazil gets to us, or somebody like Israel gets sick of us and just says, fuck it, let's 9-11 them again. All of that is a scenario we're dealing with here in America right now. As someone who traveled the world at 16 in 1987, ooh, 85, sorry, it was 85. I graduated in 87, I went to Europe in 85. I could feel the discordance then toward American, but our policies hadn't gotten so imperialistic or, or militaristic yet. Um, but there was still an air of, we'll get our shit together. We'll, uh, we'll start being the America we're touting ourselves as. You're right, the moon landing was a while ago. No, no, of course we went. Of course we went. I'm 16. You think I have the cojones to question the moon landing at this point in life? Fuck no. Neil Armstrong was a big-time hero. Until he wasn't. Actually, he did at least try to throw out that... The cloaked truths. Whoever's gonna... They're, uh, 
that speech is weird. That whole thing, the whole conference after the Apollo mission is weird. Those, I've watched both of them once, and I've never watched them again because they, they make me know the whole thing's a sham. It's awful to watch. It's, it's like, had I seen that at 15, could I have seen it then? I doubt it. What would I have come up with as an excuse for their lethargic, distant nature? I don't know. But I'd have come up with one. And so that's number two. Somebody knows the truth about the moon landing. And it's not the American public. And we'll throw three, four, and five on here and get them out of the way early. Because someone also knows the truth about who murdered JFK. Someone also knows the truth about the clumsiness of the Sandy Hook operation. And somebody also knows the truth about 9-11. I'm pretty sure the American public's not being given nearly enough context in any of those environments to know what exactly shenanigans are occurring right under their nose. So, I, and do I have the kind of makeup to have concocted the whole Sandy Hook thing? Probably. I'm, I'm being serious. Fuck, man. Get me at the right time in life. Throw that at me like some fucking CIA carrot in front of a donkey. I, I think I just fucking giddy up. Show me how much I can suck your carrot off while I bungle this operation because I let that Connecticut state trooper run the thing. Who, who, who kept Oh, he was terrible. Um, but, <clears throat> nonetheless, I'm, what I'm saying is, what would be really good is for some of that to start to emerge. Those who are under the suffocating blanket of guilt, shame, and disservice to themselves that it is to have covered something significant up, you know what helps? disclosure but I don't expect you to do that like seriously at all I don't think anybody does so how then does the public start to demand with enough widespread impact that our leaders start A. telling us the truth and B, following through on the shit they say they're going to do. They need to be held accountable. We have let, as a populace, the standard of what is and isn't tolerable in terms of commitment and failure to live up to commitment therein turn into a shit show. There's no accountability for anything. And People don't even want accountability in some levels of existence. And I understand the reaction against the ludicrous Justice Department hounding of classified documents that someone like Trump is going through. I'm sure whatever he is doing, it is mildly uh, out of line at worst. And frankly, I'm all for having no confidential information, so... I don't give a shit about this one at all. 
but I do give a shit about a justice system that is hell-bent on targeting individuals for reasons other than the pursuit of indivisible justice, even individual justice, or invisible justice? Maybe. But our bureaucratic agencies have turned into what, as a child, I was told the KGB was in Russia. And talk about your, well, now that, that I didn't see coming. I didn't know the FBI was going to be literally a cover-up agency for the Clintons. No, I didn't know that. As a matter of fact, if you'd asked me during the first two years of Clinton's presidency, I'd have guessed the FBI was going to bring that mofo down. They're going to get him. He's a little too involved in the, in the vices. But, nope. They just joined in and said, fuck it. We got your back if you got ours. <laughs> yeah. But, would I have done the same thing? Probably. You know? I'm just, I'm not above admitting that my circumstances, I think in some ways through destiny, were to not ever get into enough ensnarement of the black arts kind to truly dedicate a life into that schema to then have to protect it and go down with it in flames should it be necessary. I, I, for one, I never would have believed in anything with enough hmm, commitment to even think that way. Now I can think that way, but not for the bad. Anyhow, all of these misgivings, this day-to-day hmm, aggravation, disappointment, hmm, uh, loss of potential, all this mediocrity. Well, I don't think it's coincidence. I think it's by design. Because I do now realize how much feeling like I don't fit in to this particular 8675309 Earth human suit experience was the continued pressure toward binary outcomes. This is an AB planet. You're either that or this. Or you're either this or that. And I was always the other thing. Or always was way more interested in the other thing than the, the A and B. And I think having to team up... Are you red or blue? It's, it's just not me. It never will be. I want to live in the gray. You put me in red and blue and I just tilt. I'm no good out there. I'm way better in the contemplative zone than it is to say, fuck, I don't know. Maybe we should try to think on that. Get some more information. See if we can come up with something that leads us to a little bit more clarity than what currently feels like. A whole bunch of levers being pulled to make sure that you never feel anything other than part of something that opposes that. I, I don't want to oppose. 
I have no opposition in me. I will only oppose that which will threaten my life, the life or uh, liberty of an innocent, or that of the kind of uh, of social order that would mean laying down my life for a cause. But man, that's that's like it. I don't even want to. You want to go to the arcade and choose every game, and I'll just play whatever you think is going to be fun. Sure, I'm going to the arcade with you to play video games. I'm going to have a great time. All the prioritization and getting a roster out and having an agenda, and this is going to be the itinerary for how we're going to go through this whole thing. Ugh, I don't give a shit. I'm just here to experience what it's like to have experiences with other people. Hopefully, in a way that's mm, elevating for both. But I almost always get elevated out of experiences with other people. Rarely do I not come away with something positive. And I'm not saying that I contribute anything positive, but I can take a lot away. So, what are we on? Number five, six, we'll call this seven. Because as my lists go, without writing anything down, who fucking knows? But number seven thing that I do believe somebody knows something about is the imminent hyperinflation. I don't want to experience what countless economies who, in the history books, went through hyperinflation experience, which will include some yawning, that's for sure. But mostly because you're so hungry, you haven't had bread in a week, um, that your body is literally exhausted from lack of nutrition. And I do think not learning to be more self-sufficient when it comes to food was a mistake now. At 54, I feel like I should know more about food uh, sustenance uh production and maintenance and and regeneration than I do, which is almost zero. And that is, to me, a huge oversight. In fact, that's something that the schools even pushed a little bit. We had gardens in elementary school. There were local community gardens. I mean, the 70s was a time to plant a flower. Actually, it was more like a time to plant a bean plant. And uh, so it's not like I wasn't given plenty of opportunities to give myself a little taste of this. This looks like uh, something I could really not just enjoy, but probably use use as a skill in life. Sort of like that first time somebody's like, okay, today we're going to teach you a little about the car engine. You're like, fuck, about time. Shit, isn't this severely overdue? Um, how, why we don't all know how electricity works in our houses is insane. But whatever, I don't, I don't think you can't learn all this on your own. But there are certain things we use in the day-to-day routine that it seems like we should all be a lot more cognizant of how it all works. And one of those, frankly, is our economy. And obviously, whenever you are in a situation where the world is threatening to collapse your hold of Hmm. Of authority through sanctions in the economic dollar, 
because you have demanded oil be transacted through dollars only and you have the nuclear bomb so we said okay and then after 50, 60, 70, whatever years of that shit, the world finally said, fuck you guys. Not only do we not say okay anymore, but you're kind of dicks now. Which is why we made bricks. The world doesn't like us. And once they stop the currency transaction that is dollar for everything, it's over. Dollar's not worth a shit. It's worth what it's worth because of its military might. And we won't collapse in America when the dollar skyrockets in hyperinflation. But it's going to be the worst thing anyone's experienced, at least in 55 years. So that's coming up soon. Soon enough. And by soon, I mean this is going to happen not this year or next year, but the year after. That's as long as the dollar can hold out. And if it happens sooner, that's just worse. That just means that they are—they've already pulled some of the levers in the in the in the world economic scene to hasten the coronation of what the the Terran. What are they going to call the world coin? And none of this matters to me. This just is what is. I'm not fighting uphill or downhill on this because I couldn't care less. Money is stupid. This entire system of of leadership on the world that is this earth is awful. It'll just keep getting worse until it resets. I don't see it resetting until somehow we lose our phones. Now, number eight. What scares me more than anything is that the haphazard nature and reckless overreach of the elites in countries worldwide is because they know something. Number nine, Earth is a cataclysmic planet. Shit goes wrong here a lot. The kind of shit that goes wrong that kills humans. We're due. So the cycles are Potentially, knowledge available to the elites. Reference number eight. And if somehow that were the case, and they didn't divulge the imminent destruction we all face, I'm furious. I'm fucking furious. There's... Very few things I would expect everybody to think, okay, this actually has to get out. But catastrophe of the wipeout humanity kind? Anything else is disrespect to the entire purpose of your existence. You aren't here to manipulate anything. Those of you who are doing it lose. You'll be back here in the worst of circumstances. And while that's really irrelevant, there's still an opportunity to be the best version of you possible right now. And that includes divulgence. So number 10, 
There are so many lies in our current structure of leadership that the fear of even a slight crack in the edifice will just allow all that rot to expose itself to immediate correction. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that bad? Why are the do batters even work? I mean, this is this is how shit works, man. Eventually, the people who are being uh, advantaged get sick of it and rise up. Or, or for once, those who are so adamant about thinking they're better than everybody else, well, you could finally realize that's horseshit and that you owe your humanity at least this moment of true existence. Okay, now, my list has done nothing but, what, wallow in a quagmire full of nonsense? Yeah, that's close enough. Is go to the bedroom. Oh god, 29 minutes already? That's awful. How to go, universe. Uh, it is now the 12th day of the ninth month of year six. Uh, just ballparking the year there. Um, and I've listened to those first 29 minutes again, so I could potentially roll momentum from that into this. And what I really listened to were all the things that I left dangling that I didn't get back to. Which means I'm going to immediately stall out right here on my list of 10. Well, actually, no, let's do this. So the 10 so far are these. And there were actually 10 in there. I just didn't uh, name number six. But number one... Why don't I get to see my vote from uh, cast to tally? Number two, and, and everybody. Why doesn't everybody get that privilege? <clears throat> uh, and that's not even a privilege. That's just the way it needs to work. And frankly, the citizen's uh, obligation in that system is to get to a terminal to verify correct tallying of their vote. The vote's not official until everybody has confirmed that they can see their votes cast into the right pools from what they intended to what actually got counted. And once you verify your vote, certify that your vote has been correctly tallied, and everybody in the nation can certify that their vote has been correctly tallied, then we know that tallies are correct. And everybody knows that from having verified their own vote. To me, that's the minimum obligation of working a fair democracy in the 21st century by every citizen is to not just take enough initiative to vote, but then to follow through that their vote was correctly counted. And in my perfect world, this all happens over the course of a three-day holiday that's called voting uh, escapade. I don't even give a shit. But we all deserve to take the time to get our leadership and governmental structure correctly established through the will of the people. These are the types of systems that when you come into them, you think they are in maintenance mode, that they are currently working as they should because they've been doing their thing for hundreds of years. Well, no. This was one of my biggest mistakes in life. 
thinking that once you have won certain battles, that the conflict is over. No. Whatever you have established as a privilege or right of yourself as an autonomous citizen or being in this existence, you must continually establish that going forward until there is no thought of something other than this. And I don't know that that circumstance ever emerges. So continually fighting for your own rights is part of autonomous manifestation in 8675309 Earth. I don't know that I very well conveyed that in my original vote rant. Okay, number two, we don't know the truth about the moon landing. Somebody does. Same can be said for the JFK, Sandy Hook, and 9-11 situations. Could it be because of number six that the FBI has become a cover-up agency? Maybe. Number seven, hyperinflation's imminent appearance in America. Somebody knows more about it than they're divulging. It would be nice to be in on that knowledge since it's going to affect all of us. And that brings me to number eight, that the elites, they know something. And they know something because they're acting in extraordinary ways that we've never seen before. Um, and I believe that this planet, number nine, uh, is on a cataclysmic clock. I think Randall Carlson has come as close as anyone to uncovering its overall timing, but I think he's off in frequency. I think he sees events of every six to 12,000 years, which I used to as well, but they're more often. And I'm not sure why they're more often, but I know the magnetic pole flip that's happening right now is spooky as hell. And as I say that, I tingle all over, which is a bad sign because that means that's true. Fuck. Um, anyhow, so that's number nine, is that there are people on this planet who are well aware of the cataclysmic timetable that this earth suffers, or I guess that this earth endures and humans suffer, but nobody's sharing that shit with us, which is why I think number 10 that that's what the elites know. They know the cataclysm is coming. They know it's 2029 or 2052 or whatever pinpoint year it has been determined to go down. And <clears throat> I don't know that it's not the magnetic pole flip. I don't know that it's not happening right now. Um, <clears throat> the evidence left on the macro scale of this planet's suffering liquid uh, uh, submersion when entire continents can be covered by oceans well you end up with things like the Sahara Desert because if you're not at least thinking how an anomaly of Ocean sand is covering the entire northern region of the continent of Africa. 
and that this is a unique anomaly in the entire world's geography. Nowhere else do we see deserts that are smothered in beach sand, except the Sahara. So how'd it fucking happen? And when you look at the, the ripple patterns of, of cresting, withdrawing waters, like you see at the beach on beach sand, but instead of seeing them in beach sand, you're seeing them in the topography of the western United States, well then how much fucking water was there? And what happened to put those ridges miles apart like you see on beach sand? What level of flood are we talking? So, that opens the door to all kinds of crazy possibilities. When you think of this planet as covered in 75% water, well, if the rotational spin of the planet is what keeps that water in its current housed, contained environment, what does happen if something disrupts the spin of the planet? Or, according to the Dabinavikov effect, or whoever the guy is with the corkscrew up in space, when he sends that wing nut across the room and it flips, because the rotational forces in play that are torquing the actual Earth itself can become so overwhelming that they snap and disrupt the, the balance of flow within uh, Earth's traditional rotation and flip it 180 degrees, and then it flips back. These are things that actually are physical forces in play that act on objects where weight is distributed awkwardly, like it is on the Earth. We don't have uniform continent arrangement across the planet. We have different tensions building different pressures. The fact that this obloid spheroid could flip over? Well, fuck yeah, it could. Could its rotational energies come to a halt? I don't see how, but it has to be entertained. If you're going to consider what happens to all the water when something like that goes down, well, it starts washing across the entire planet. So, when those explanations solve so many of the problems that are otherwise left completely unsolvable, well, not entertaining that those outcomes aren't just possible, but may in fact be likely. Well, you're just an ostrich with your head in the sand if you're not willing to look at it. So... <clears throat> If you are of the elite level of self-congratulatory uh, delusion on this planet, well, you might actually think, when shown evidence that this shit's real and it's going down, that it's time to buy yourself a bunker in New Zealand and hide from everybody else. In fact, we've been sucking up the resources and wealth to the top 1% for 20 years since we knew about it. We figure, well, what are they going to do? Revolt? Let them. At this point, 
It feels like whoever is pulling the levers of oppression no longer gives a fuck. And why would you no longer give a fuck? Because the future is set. And there aren't going to be any winners. It's just a question of how much will you lose. And the elites will lose the least. And the rest of us? Well, we do have that one advantage that we get to rebuild humanity from scratch again. There's that. All right. So... That's as far out on a limb as I ever go. And that's all coming to me through my goddamn dreams. So, of course, I'm just a crazy person. I do not want to be listened to. But I do have a right to say my opinion. And I like to look for the motive that is driving anyone's individual actions. And I'll admit, this is a little, um, huh, invasive? Like, I even want to know, how, how does, how, you're, a, you're attracted to kids? To, to eight-year-olds? To babies? There can't be. That just, it just, it is so against what I feel. I've never looked at a child, even those, those, uh, John Benet Ramsey fucking moments when she was in the news. I just thought how gross that you would dress your child like that. Anyway, my point is, I don't understand pedophilia at all. I don't really understand homosexuality at all. And I've tried to. I've never tried to understand pedophilia, nor will I ever. But to have a, an actual conversation, a, a no shields up conversation with a true pedophile, I don't know that I would be able to turn that down just for the opportunity to see what the motivation is. And (laughs) if you were born attracted to kids, and maybe that's as simple as it is, like I'm born attracted to women, but not girls. In fact, my definition of girls is starting to unfortunately, ascend all the way through the 20s. Like, at some point, you're, you're just too different. You're from two different generations. Somebody else feels younger, significantly younger, kid-like. And while you can look the part of a woman at an age that's ridiculously young, you're still a kid. And that's the part I don't get. Like, it's hard to be attracted to somebody who's mentally childish to you. I don't understand how, if I can't do that for somebody in their mid-twenties, like the idea that you're looking at something so innocent in a capacity to use it, oh, what kind of soul do you have? So, I said uh, in the first 29 minutes that I could see myself in understand many of the motivations from creating a Sandy Hook scenario myself to whatever, but not pedophilia. And it's always been that way. But whereas the consenting uh, 
sexual activity of anybody who prefers same-sex sexual activity to opposite-sex sexual activity. That's something I don't understand either, but consenting adults do whatever the fuck they want. But non-consensual children are prey. I can't, I can't see how a mind breaks to the point it needs that love, unless it's been broken through some string of childhood trauma itself. I would at least find some level of resolve for the circumstance that is Pizzagate if I thought that it was just the cycles of abuse reinforcing themselves across time. That's terrible enough, but at least that's something that can be stopped. If people are just born attracted to kids, I, I have trouble figuring out how that situation gets solved. All right, down on, I don't want to talk about this shit lane like I am, talking about this shit for no reason, well, not no reason, but as I thought through all the things that it could be, nobody knows why we're in the situation we're in. Well, I'm trying to clean up the first half hour's splatter shot conversational subject matter to clarify at least where I stand on the things that I think could be known. Like number 11, the UFO lies. Somebody is coordinating an entire uh, mythology of UFO activity on top of what I actually think is truly uh, available, unknown aerial phenomenon. In other words, I really think UFOs are real, but I also think somebody is starting to uh, co-opt that storyline for their own good. Why? I do not know. What that tactically is doing, why that whole Congress guy, whoever that guy is that was in Congress, the the guy from the military is bullshit. He is on a mission. He is an actor. He is not telling you the truth. And everyone associated with him is in the same boat. And that guy from Australia is CIA too. But what I'm saying is, knowing that those are where the lies are, the truth of this situation is still sticky. It's still, in my opinion, either interdimensional activity or beings of ancient times who are still here, who may have always been here. And we're just the monkeys on the surface of the planet that currently annoy those that come up from the ocean. But the lies are in Congress. Why? I don't know. Who it is? Hard to say. It's either defense or CIA or somebody in the halls of who knows what. But all that shit's bullshit. So wherever it's going is nothing but deception to manipulate the masses. Don't fall for it. That said, number 12, I did write down, there are truths. UFOs are not all bullshit. What they are, I don't know. My best guess is they're an ancient, still uh, living in or about this planet Earth and don't want anything to do with us. Um, now 13, 
Does that mean there are no aliens on Earth? Hard to say. Hard to say. This could be one giant psyop by the hmm, the spy masters of planet Earth. Russia could be in on it too. So could MI6. I just have a hard time thinking that's what it is when you see historically referenced UFO phenomena in places that they couldn't possibly have been inserted by our current manipulators. The historical nature of UFO sightings makes them, to me, more likely to have an underpinning of true existence than all the shit that's happening, like the pyramids floating over uh, the Pentagon or the White House, whatever that was. I mean, just this stuff all looks fabricated. But the real UFO activity mystery is still, to me, there to be solved. So, are there aliens on Earth? I don't know. But I do think somebody has some information there to say yes or no. That either A, oh, yeah, we kind of made all that shit up. Or, that guy from Canada, that defense minister, yeah, he's actually telling you the truth. Can you know which one? Nope. But somebody does. Which leads me to number 14. Uh, The solar system model by Tico Brave. I think it's Brave. I don't really know. But it's Tico's solar system model that accounts for all the movement of the planets and moons in reference to, and the sun, and the sun, in reference to a stationary Earth. And the math works out, and it accounts for the motion of the planets around the sun. Now, why we aren't taught this model of the solar system? Well, again, somebody knows. Who knows? I don't know. Why are they covering up a completely functional, mathematically sound model of the solar system and its motions therein that includes Earth as a stationary unit? Well, anybody listening to this that's like, yeah, dumb fuck, we already know that's not what Earth is. Do we? Because you can claim that we have somehow solved the mystery of Earth's rotational uh, um, existence and motion in the solar system galaxy universe they're in. But I have yet to see the convincing evidence that that is in fact the case. So I'm going to jump all the way to number 33 here because it's directly related which is why we have no photo of planet Earth. That one, somebody knows, and what could the answer possibly be? And I don't mean the Photoshop stitched together, data-driven artist representation of what the satellites are sending down. I want someone to shoot a fucking satellite up in the air with a goddamn Galaxy S7 that has a a robotic button pushing finger that goes click, takes 15 goddamn 
HDR pictures of planet Earth and then falls into the ocean where we go pick it up. Now, fortunately, technology is getting to the point where that's not too far away from something I'll be able to create for myself. But being that that's probably 100 to 200 years in Walmart parts availability uh, in development before it's truly a reality, well, I don't know if I'm going to live that long. I might, but I might not. So I'd like that picture today. So when we get to number 33, oh, it's good to see you, 33, here on the ninth month, 12th day. What? Oh, no, it's 4.59. So that time does not fit, but the rest of it does. Like number 15, remote viewing. The, the truth of our connectivity in both space and time as human entities to each other's experiences, I think is woven in. I think remote viewing is merely a matter of believing that it's true. However, I believe that it's true, I believe that it's true, and I've never experienced it, other than what I would consider remote viewing across, say, my mother's brain, my sister's brain, or um, in very uh, unique cir- circumstances, the collective brain. I do think those happen, and I think they happen in dream time all the time. In fact, in dream time, I'd say I can access almost anyone's brain. But in this reality, I don't know. I haven't been able to transfer myself into that shit yet. But somebody, there's too much data in the zeitgeist of spy uh, projects from all countries to think that it doesn't exist. Too many of them have stumbled into it and use it as a tool, even if its mechanisms and levers pulled are not necessarily known to us. But, hey, what you gonna do? So, number 16, I think that It'd be nice for the CIA to admit to us just how much of our media they've co-opted. Which, if I'm at all correct in my intuition, is all of it. Pause. All right, I'm paused. Now, again, I think I need to reinforce that nothing that I see as problematic in our current existence is something I don't think I could have been the problematic element within. I'm not above anybody's current lot in life. No matter how mm, self-destructive it may look from afar, I could have been just as willing to put my hand on that red button and say, yeah, fuck it. We deserve it. That level of self-loathing was part of um, chasing down success in a society built to do anything but fulfill my goal of soul success while here. Kind, forgiving, understanding, empathetic men didn't really have a club to join up and feel wanted in a landscape full of individual accomplishment. Having been given every possible advantage to go chase those individual accomplishments, I found myself incapable of complaining 
that this is the situation we're in because I was destined for the winner's circle. But I also knew that I was going to get to that winner's circle without having earned it. There was nothing to do but follow the rules and accept the rewards that came with being a good, do-what-you're-told kind of guy. So eventually all that shit fucking settled my lot in life to one of absolutely bucking every norm there is. I know what I'd be like if I were a 54-year-old man working for the CIA for the last 26 years. I'd be a piece of shit. And I'm lucky I didn't end up there. Had they been in the wrong room at the wrong time, I'd have begged them for an opportunity to suck on their carrot until I was so disillusioned I put a bullet in my mouth. So, I'm lucky. I'm also lucky I have kind of a fear of needles, or I'm pretty sure I'd be a heroin junkie. I'm capable of all the missteps, the foibles, the ill-conceived, self-elevating plans. It could have all been me. So when I say it's all my fault, I recognize that now it was never a question of how much could I play the game that's here to tally up what were counted as winning ducats in this reality. The game has always been how much can I become myself in a reality hell-bent on keeping that from emerging. How do you carve out a place where kind, understanding, forgiving, empathetic men deserve respect? I will never see myself as better than someone else, even though I was told my whole life I'm better than everyone else. I knew that's bullshit. I didn't listen to it even as a kid. And... Yet I couldn't listen to myself enough to say that is a place that I can make a difference because I know the way we're set up is unjust. So when I say it'd be nice to know how much of the media the CIA is controlling, well, I know if I had been that CIA agent, I'd be listening to this thinking, none of your fucking business, man. I mean, if, if we're not controlling the message, somebody else is, and that just means you're getting fed shit that's outside the purview of that which governs you and controls you from within. It's our obligation to message you with the propaganda and schadenfreude that we do. We have to keep you in a position of safety for your own good which is essentially a bubble of ignorance that keeps you feeling okay to get up at 7 a.m., take that shower, and head on in to your middle management job at Geico Insurance. 
If that motivation drops, we're not doing our job. And with so many things in this world trying to strip you of the advantages that we have worked so fucking hard to maintain for you, well, you thinking you want to bust out of that bubble of ignorance is just appalling. So fucking sit down, eat your goddamn TV dinner, and watch the news so you know what to think. It's our job to tell you that. And if you're not listening, then fuck you. Yeah, I could have been that guy. So when I say to those of you who are that guy, that your life sucks, and you don't even know it, or maybe you do. Well, one of the ways that you could start realizing you fucked up is in thinking that any level of control of anyone else is more than your soul wants to take on. It eventually collapses under its own weight. Because as you are thrusting that energy outward, you're hollowing out that time that needs to be spent looking inward. So you just grow less and less attached to yourself and more and more attached to controlling others. I'm sure that sounds familiar. But taking over the media as you have, thinking that the message is where our conveyance exists is wrong. The discordance you create by Massaging the message always is what you can't move away from. And having to maintain that level of message control is more than anyone can endure. So, don't put a bullet in your mouth. Just tell the truth. Open up to all of us exactly how manipulative the situation has become. And let us all, as a group, say, well, that sucks. How can we fix it? And then you, participating in that routine, can start rebuilding yourself. Until then, I guess I'll just say, somebody knows how much media the CIA is controlling, but it's not the public. All right. Since I just crossed the one-hour mark on this recording, we're going to have to zip through the next... uh, How many of these we got left? Uh, 30... Oh, we got 36 left. We've done 16. 17. Epstein's alive. Duh. 18. Hunter's iceberg? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hunter Biden. Obviously is up to some skeezy shit. And... Again, Hunter, man, me too. My dad was a fucking vice president. (laughs) I can't imagine the shenanigans I'd be pulling. But he's not. So again, I'm lucky. I didn't get a job at the CIA. And my dad's not the vice president of the United States of America. Because neither of those circumstances were ever my reality, I don't have to fight the demons that you do, Hunter. The problem is that you're not really fighting demons. You're just doing what everybody in Washington does. So you don't even get why you're in trouble. Well, you're in trouble because you're a dumbass. But you're the tip of the iceberg. The reason that you'll get out of this is because if you don't, and somebody gets a 
adjudicate for the people bug up their ass? Well, the power structure in Washington certainly can't handle that. So you, Hunter, you fucking idiot, with your laptop goddamn security of a speaking spell, you idiot, you're part of the club. But the club exists because nobody knows how fucking insane the club has become. You, my friend, are not about to be that which divulges the entire corrupt structure that is Washington, D.C. So, would it be neat if Hunter did break the straw, or be the straw that breaks the camel's back? I don't know. I don't know that we're ready for that. But, that's why Hunter's ultimately something that a lot of people know more about than the American public. All right, pause. Let me get back into the bedroom so we can finish this. I kind of feel like I owe an obligatory, that's what she said, joke right there. Okay. Somebody knows what's going on with McConnell's clone. It's glitched now, what, twice in 35 days? I hate to think that we are in a situation where our leadership has been replaced with Invasion of the Body Snatchers, duplicates. But it sure does explain a lot of the fucking shit that goes on around there. And no matter what, when you've got people like Diane Feinstein, who literally can't, don't have the, the mental faculties to maintain her day-to-day routines, let alone her position as a senator... That does mean that our representation has been cloned because all she does is sit there so that other people can do her job. So that's no different. So whether Mitch McConnell's a clone or not, he's on his way to being a figurehead that other people are using to do the job of a U.S. senator. That isn't how our government is set up. So it's time to get the clones and the mentally handicapped, literally because they're too old to function mentally in the job, out of the job. Think about this. We're actually tolerating that situation. It's okay that Diane Feinstein can't remember from one hour to the next what she's doing. Let's make her a senator. Pause. Unpause. Well, all right, pause. All right, unpause. Um, I'm only going to bring up pedophilia two more times, and this is one of those times. Number 20, Corey Haim. I don't think Corey Feldman is lying, but I don't know that I trust Corey Feldman anymore. I, I know he was abused, and I'm sure Corey Haim was too. And that's awful. And I don't have any reason to think that Hollywood has changed. But I do know that there are people in the universe who know what Corey Haim went through because they put him through it. And 
I have a feeling Corey Feldman went through the same shit and endured it slightly more vigorously, for he's still here. But he's broken. The fact is, it doesn't take much to break a kid at all. Just being in a situation where they don't feel wanted is enough. But you actively destroy that which is the grace and innocence of a child? Boy. Oh, God. I don't even know how... I mean, how, how do you not put a gun in your mouth? How do you live with the horror memory that it is to see a child's innocence breaking through your actions. Who are you? Are you evil? Or were you broken that way yourself? Well, I don't know. I don't want to know a lot about what's going on in Hollywood, but I want to know that we're not preying on the innocence. So whoever knows what happened to Corey Haim, well, seems like might be time to come out with the truth. Number 21. Uh, I think there is ample evidence that big, giant humans have been on this earth. So, Smithsonian, we know you know a lot of shit that you're not telling us. We know that you like to take giant bones and dump them in the ocean. But, we also know somebody around there still knows the truth. So, tell us about the giants. And my favorite 21st century giant story has got to be the run-in of the elite U.S. Special Forces team with the giant in Kandahar in Afghanistan. If you haven't read or seen those witness testimonies, go check it out. Fun stuff. All right. Well, we couldn't have this list without having at least 11 of the quote-unquote suicide murders that somebody knows something about, but we don't have the full story, and I start with Princess Diana. Anybody disagree? I didn't think so. 23, Marilyn Monroe. Yep. 24, Phil Schneider. The quintessential hung himself, how? With his own garrote in his wheelchair? Amazing. Number 25, RFK Sr. Sirhan, Sirhan, my ass. Number 26, Mike Connell. Hey, Carl Rove, you made it on the podcast twice. Number 27, Gary Webb. I mean, again, I could have been the CIA guy that took care of that. I'm not saying I wouldn't have been. I think I would have been too young to get the assignment to take out Danny Casalero, number 28. And I put him at the 28th spot for a reason. I think he's one of the most underlooked heroes of 21st, 20th century um, investigative reporting. He's 
He's overlooked for reasons I do not understand. Um, 29. Those two boys on the train track down in Arkansas that smoked their way into oblivion and then laid on the track so they could get run over by a train. Number 30. Oh, Terrence Yeeke. Oklahoma City. Bomb goes off. This guy's either in the vicinity or blocks away. And is one of the first responders. He's, he's, because of people he saved, he's one of the true heroes of the day. And then, in pursuit of the truth, well, I guess he didn't have enough to handle the truth since Apparently he killed himself by, I believe, shooting himself in the back of the head after he dragged himself into a field. I, Again, I mean, if I was going to kill myself, I'd probably just do it in the bathtub. But Terrence Yeeke, probably one of the most heroic people I know of. I aspire to be as committed to the betterment of the circumstance I'm immediately inside of as Terrence Yuki was. He has been missed, by me at least. But the next two, which I put on one line, so they're just, they are one. Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington. Uh, I don't know what to say here, except no fucking way did Chris Cornell kill himself. No fucking way. It's terrible. And I'm not going to try to tie, uh, any of the Podesta-Bennington lookalike connections, but they're there. There's some there there. So, I hate the idea that those who are valiant enough to pursue justice for those in need are so easily snuffed out by those on the take. Because I think I could have been one of those on the take snuffing those out, thinking i got to protect my fucking situation. If this all gets out, what are they going to think of me? Well, yeah, I mean, what are they going to think of you now that you've murdered Chris Cornell? Fuck you. Chris Cornell's voice was a gift to all of us, if not his entire presence. But no, no, he got to go. Which leads me to number 32. One of my favorite women of the 20th century. You get to see her on TV on What's My Line... She's very smart, she's sassy, she's funny, and she she was a journalist back when journalists were actually about something. So Dorothy Kilgallen, everything that you ever brought to the table was more than 
most can dream of in a lifetime, and you, by 52, had made enough enemies that you were found in a bedroom in your five-story Manhattan apartment, which, oh my God, that sounds awesome. But that bedroom where you caught your husband cheating on you is where they staged your suicide. That's mistake number one. Mistake number two is they put the book in your hands upside down. Mistake number three is they didn't put your reading glasses anywhere near you. Mistake number four is they put you in an outfit that you never wear. And mistake number five was assuming that just because you're able to make it look like someone kills themselves doesn't mean you'll convince even a single person in their life that it, that, that that's what happened. Because even her cheating on her husband, her kids, her maid, her hairdresser, everybody in the universe knows Dorothy Kilgallen wouldn't have killed herself. So, you fucked up. You staged a suicide instead of putting her in a fucking plane and taking the plane down. But you learned your lesson. Because I don't remember too many of your botched suicides after that. Oh, oh, wait, wait, yeah, wait. Everybody else on this list, actually. <clears throat> so, why so many of these? That's just 11. I could have made the whole list people whose deaths are too coincidental and circumstantial to be ruled officially as they were. Suicide. Or whatever. Mike Connell flew himself into the Ohio dirt. Uh, maybe. But it sure does look like it went down some other way. Right, Diana? Okay. We already did 33. Because that's why don't we have a single picture of planet Earth from a satellite. I don't know. But we don't. And uh, 34... I think somebody knows why there are no trees that are older than, like, 300 years old. I really do. I think somebody knows that. 35. I think somebody knows why there was never a Pizzagate investigation. 36. Uh, why did we go into... Oh, yeah. I think somebody knows why... Did we go into Iraq? Nothing about 9-11 had anything to do with Iraq. I mean, nothing about 9-11 really had anything to do with the Middle East at all, except for Israel. But 9-11, and we go to Iraq to take down Saddam Hussein and destroy all kinds of historical artifacts. We literally raised the Baghdad Museum. Why did we go to Iraq? Somebody knows. 37. Uh, what made Bubba a bad Bubba? I'm not sure what I wrote there. What made... Oh, somebody knows 
what made Qaddafi of Libya such a bad leader that he had to be taken out. I don't know if it was the the uh, ten years of of uh, free housing that was available. I mean, I don't know if it was the guaranteed time off that was given to uh, newlyweds or to new mothers. I don't know if it was the availability of free education. I mean, whatever Libya was doing that we thought Gaddafi is a fucking piece of shit that's got to go. I, I don't know what it was, but somebody does. Okay, 38. Somebody knows what those Dropa Stone artifacts are all about. But so far, I haven't found anybody who actually does. But somebody does. Um, somebody knows uh, what happened to all of the stone that was removed from those Indian caves, the Allura Caves. I mean, we don't know where it went. It couldn't have been pulverized. Maybe that is what beach sand is. The same. No, that's like all conspiracy. But the Alora Caves, how, how, how that exists, well, I don't know. But somebody knows. Like Nan Madal. And this will be the last of the places on Earth that I think somebody might know something about, but nobody's willing to share that yet. I'm not going to put on the Pyramid of Giza or all that stuff in Peru or all the stuff in Central America or all the stuff in, ah, you name it. All kinds of shit. We just apparently okay with not knowing? Or should we find out who knows and get the truth? Like the ancient tooling that is evident. You can see drill marks in certain pieces of granite on the Giza Plateau at Sexahuman, uh Tiwak or T T Tiwatiakan or whatever the one is that's up near Lake Titicaca. It's all over. It's everywhere. You can see the scraping, the scooping. The nubs, the 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 grasps, the the clasps, the all of it. Somebody was here. Somebody built up this entire planet with megalithic architecture, and then that somebody is gone. Somebody knows something about all that shit. Forty-two. Where's John Doe? Oh yeah. Somebody knows, and probably is still alive, who John Doe number two is. Don't tell me John Doe number two didn't exist. Every witness that says he did says bullshit. So, Timothy McVeigh, if you are in fact no longer alive, you just... Seem like the kind of guy that they looked for to put into positions to be so patriotic that you could go down for this kind of atrocity. That whole thing's fucked up. But if John Doe number two would come tell us what happened, we'd all feel a lot better about it. 
Okay, so number 43. Do I really believe there are clones? <laughs> does Mitch McConnell, hell, does Joe Biden not make you think? At least it's possible. We've been cloning things since the 80s, at least publicly. You don't think we've cloned a human? Seriously. Okay. Maybe we haven't. Do I think Joe Biden's a clone? No. Not 100%, but maybe 1%. Number 44. <clears throat> Israel owns us. Yep. Somebody knows why. But it's clear, if you want to be in Washington's leadership verticals, you're going to suck Israel's dick. Why? I do not know. But somebody knows. Just like somebody knows how many Nazis survived and made it to South America. I'm starting to wonder if the infiltration of Dafur isn't, in fact, a victory that they hold over the United States. Maybe that's why Israel fucks with us. But somebody knows. Okay, that's as crazy as I'm going to get, because from 46 to 52, well, these are worth listening to. 46, somebody knows the solar event calendar that fires our sun off with the kind of coronal mass ejections that literally obliterate life on Earth. That's the one I think they know about. And that's the one that I don't think we have any chance of reacting to. Which is why going underground is the solution. Why are all the elites buying underground bunkers? Either they know they're going to start World War III with nuclear weaponry, or they know something's going to occur that's going to fracture the surface of the planet, that they'll need to be underneath. All that, coupled with my dreams about the solar event, well, it's hard not to think that somebody knows something about this. None of these thoughts were in my head ten years ago. So where'd they come from? 47. Somebody knows why we lied about the East African slave trade. Why'd we do it? What? Why are they telling us that so many people in this country came from Africa that didn't? That I don't know. But somebody knows. 48. Just like somebody knows why we're not excavating the ruins of Ethiopia. Those are the ruins we want to see. Send the archaeologists to Ethiopia, please. Just put a shovel in the ground. Almost anywhere. Alright, 49. Somebody knows why we're still holding on to the Big Bang. The Big Bang is wrong. But Somebody knows why we're not willing to admit it. Number 50, somebody also knows why there are no dinosaur bones in our ancient history. If dinosaurs are 60 to 200 million years ago, and we've been digging up metal on this planet since before the Egyptians, 
Well, where the fuck are all the dinosaur bones? If I was a, an Egyptian pharaoh or a king in the Middle Ages, do you know what a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull hanging on my wall would do for me? That alone makes me want to know. Why did we not discover dinosaurs until the 1860s or 50s or 40s or 30s? Dinosaurs have been around less than 200 years. Except that they've been around since 60 million years ago. Well, they just didn't know what they were looking at. They thought they were looking at elephants. Bullshit. People are not that dumb. Which makes me wonder about number 51. How much AI infiltration already exists? How much of the curation of content online is all just AI regeneration? A lot of it. I know that. How much of that is being sculpted? I don't know. But I fear that the AI genie is so far out of the bottle now that the people who let it out of the bottle, are now succumbing to its influence. We have really, 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 really not thought this one through. But somebody knows exactly how far gone that is. Because as much as this list has a theme, sometimes you just find yourself in a position where yeah, we're going to blow this thing through. We're going to make this happen. Sandy Hook's going. It's it's green lit. We're doing it. Are you serious? I don't I don't even know if we can pull that shit off without people figuring it out, man. Ah, fuck. We got the media, we got the judges, we got everything. What how can how can if it goes wrong, how can it go wrong? We control the cleanup effort for fuck's sake. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. Let's flip the switch. And then, all those contingencies you didn't think about? Hmm. Well, hello, AI. All right, that leaves me with number 52. Now, I'll admit this one's a bit of a personal prayer. But somebody out there knows what the fuck the Mandela Effect was. Why'd that happen? Why did a group of us get shifted from one reality to another? Look, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I love my life. I am completely content with my position, destiny, and direction at this point in life. And the rewards and returns my soul will gain through taking these actions and seeing them fulfilled. I can see the whole thing playing out. But the idea that I had to be reset, updated, version 3.14159265358979, this version of me is is the best version of me I know how to present. The best version of me I know how to be. And the best version of me I know how to grow into. 
That in itself means I don't really care why the Mandela effect happened. I'm here for a reason, something I've never known before. And it was the Mandela effect shifting that brought it all to the front. So, do I think we're going to unwind all the lies that exist in my lifetime? Fuck no. But we could start with some of the big ones. And the ones that are holding back your own personal growth on this planet's journey as a soul of unique manifestation, well, there's one way to fix that. Tell the truth.